But if this works, I think I'm going to just stay with the Zoom. Nice. Cool. So shall we get started? Let us get started. Um, welcome to Week Didn't Start, a show where we recap the week's news using the greatest poetic form of all time. We said we were going to do this in 2019 at the end of it, and we're going to fucking keep doing it. My name is Jersey. I'm joined by Sam. Hey, Sam. How are you? Hey, Jersey. I am. Uh, you know, I feel like the phrase of the time is all things considered or considering the circumstances, yeah, you know, as the, the amendment. Yeah. So considering the circumstances, I'm doing okay. Um, it's good to see you um, remotely via technology. I know. This is our first time, even though this is mandatory. <laughs> it's also very satisfying to have figured out um, a way of recording remotely. Yeah, I'm, 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 st I'm stoked by it as well. So should we just dive into it? Like, I think, you know, sure. it's um, the week of March 23rd to 29th, yep. 2020. Uh, we kind of all know what's going on. And what the fuck are we doing? Like, this is so crazy. Uh, it's, it's, it's a little bit different than it was when it started, but we're going to keep soldiering on. Yeah, yeah. I like, so, uh, I'm glad we decided to keep doing this. <laughs> me too. It's good to like have some structure. It's good to have, let's just dive into like our three things yeah. that we do. Remind so, me what they are always. Yeah, so it's, you know, what was, uh, what, was the, what was it like for you this week? And then we talk about one thing in the news from the week that we want to highlight and then one thing from the original song that we want to highlight. If you don't know the concept of the show yet, you'll figure it out. But there's basically this famous song that lists a lot of things in history and we recontextualize it for every week in the year of 2020. So we're doing 51 or 52 of these for this year. Uh, let's so see. number one is how was it for you this week, which is a loaded question, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, working on so things that were interesting this week for me was pulling the news stories. Um, you know, obviously there's a lot surrounding coronavirus and it became like a lot of what went into the song this week for me was kind of Corona adjacent or like interesting news affected by the virus, which at the beginning I was like, Oh, but that's just more reporting on the virus, but it's, it's just interesting. It's kind of like, experiencing everything as a fallout of the times we're living in. Um, so it made for really interesting both news sourcing and writing, I think. Does that make sense? Yeah, I felt kind of similarly. You know, just the experience of going through the news, like digging up everything was so much different. It's been getting tougher and tougher to go through kind of the things we discovered, our, our smart, uh, precise Googling of the news tab and all that it still requires a lot of digging to find something that isn't just like the latest stats in a country as of that day or like which company is shutting down or which company is donating or giving masks or yeah. what the numbers are or what the strain is. There are just so many of those stories that aren't really stories. They're kind of just check-ins as best yeah. we can do. Yeah. Um, on what's going on in all the different places. So it was hard to get to kind of discrete news items, I found. Yeah. And I, I texted you about this earlier, but this um, the idea of uh, making choices between cuts, like what not to include in the song, it was almost as if, and I'm just thinking of this analogy now, but the way in which a Coen Brothers movie tends to end with like some event that puts everything in the previous however many minutes of, of movie kind of in perspective, like it just shrinks it and makes you feel like do we care about the right things or were we caring about the right things all along? And that is what 
this event, this mass world event and time we're living in has done to me and to my experience of the news is that when I see something that feels insignificant in a way where including it in this project feels wrong, even if it's a break from the news. You know what I mean? It, it yeah. suddenly took on a different significance. It's the UFO at the end of The Man Who Wasn't There. It's the storm at the end of A Serious Man. I'm, I'm setting examples from the least too popular, too least popular comedies. No, the one from A Serious Man is the one I remember best. <laughs> yeah, I love that movie. So um, did you find any like uh, you were fa- you were looking to different news sources? Oh, uh, that's interesting. Not definitively. I think I was still trying to use the same ones. Uh, I still was pulling mostly from, yeah, same websites, Twitter. Yeah. What about I you? I found myself going a little bit more toward tech, like tech culture. Like I, I used Mashable a lot more this week. Oh, interesting. Because it's about what's happening online and what companies are doing online. So mm-hmm. um, that's where all of our lives are. And it it just felt more germane. And also it was a place to find like a little bit lighter fare because Mashable, their, their whole thing is like, there'll be really serious news about internet business. And then it's like sort of like your former employer BuzzFeed where there'll be kind of legit-ish, you know, news and then just a, a listicle or a, a meme. Yeah. So it was nice to find like some lighter fare or to check in on like what, what broke through the cultural zeitgeist when so many things are streaming and online and on Twitter and, you know, remote, et cetera. And I, I liked doing this. When I started the exercise this week, I thought, okay, I'm not enjoying this right now. Like, it's just so much to look at all this news. But rather than the vague blob of stress surrounding the pandemic and the escalation and the government response to it here and abroad and the deaths and the confirmed cases, all that stuff, it was nice to have a more clarified picture, I found, rather than just this feeling of this thing that's happening and we're all disconnected. So Hmm. I went on a journey over looking through the news from pretty down to a little bit more, you know, still down, but felt like I had more awareness of it and more connectedness, you know, um, to the moment. Yeah. Uh, I don't have that feeling per se, but Mm -hmm. I will add that I was listening to the radio this morning and one of the things that was kind of explored, it was the on the media segment. So it was like an analysis of the way that media coverage is affecting our daily lives. And it talked really interestingly about how a lot of what's getting shared is getting mistaken for epidemiology or virology, and it's not. And sometimes that misinformation is coming from well-meaning doctors. And they're saying like, this is what I'm seeing, this is what I'm thinking, but there really is no vetting process. And even some of the studies about early possible vaccines and testing are being leaked onto these, I forget what they called it, but these like pre-servers or something where they're getting Mm -hmm. disseminated. So there's the, the way in which we... If you know what's funny, I have to say uh, before, and I do think this is relevant, is we have been living in a time of like, quote unquote, alternative facts, where the press has really been the number one source. Like we felt like the press is under attack. This is our number one source for truth. And now it's not that everyone's just watching Fox News and that's why we're getting alternative facts. It's that everybody in their rush to keep the public informed, to be a part of the conversation is skipping over a lot of basic rules about what, um, how, how to deal with and inform the public during a pandemic. And I think that's just something that helped me feel a little better, even though I'm not I don't feel more aware of what's happening just because I read more articles about this. 
Um, but I do feel comforted knowing that even though we're living in a time of uh, saturated information, very little of it is actually uh, information, if that makes sense. Totally. I think we touched on this a little bit after the uh, the death of Kobe Bryant, which felt like that happened 10 years ago now, but um, that was wow. a couple weeks ago. Um, <sighs> but the way that as facts were coming in and as reports were coming in, different outlets were tweeting and posting and sharing and sending push notifications to devices. Um, and some of them were irresponsible. I think some journalists got fired um, as a result of some of their reporting on that. Wow. And it reminds me of other times like the Boston bombing um, yeah. hunt for the Boston bomber after the marathon um, when there was a lot of information being passed around that was inaccurate or incomplete. And yeah, I mean, I hadn't thought of it until you just mentioned, but there's a little bit of a, that's the energy now constantly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's going on too. <laughs> All right. So that's question one. A comedy, a comedy <laughs> podcast. I don't know. <laughs> well, you're the editor, so you can choose what not <laughs> just to Just cut it all out. <laughs> so welcome to Week Didn't Start. How you doing? Um, yeah. So, okay. Question two. Oh, yeah. So, um, oh, we did three questions, but now we just kind of talk about that. Yeah. And then we talk about, I mean, anything about the song stick out to you this week? Um, no. I mean, my uh, relationship to uh, the songwriting and the allegiance to the cadence and meter is kind of just a sign curve. Like I, I occasionally have different feelings about it, but I've just accepted that they, that right now anyway, the project feels more like we, we've established a rhythm and how we approach this. And so it feels less important to me to nail down exactly how I feel about the song each week, knowing that it has changed so yeah. much. I continue to want to like nail the Joe DiMaggio, Marilyn Monroe, like double, you know, the, the double meaning of that, the relationship meaning. I continue to feel like having the similar rhyme scheme is satisfying. And this week you will hear in two of my verses, or maybe one of my verses, I referenced, we had a, a really fabulous reoccurrence of something big in the song. Um, yeah. And there was another line that I just opted to switch one word or add one word in the verse to establish a, a moment. And we can talk about it, I guess, after we do it, but you'll see where it is. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I know one of the things you're talking about, but not the other. Yeah, I think we've done, in spite of all the other things, you know, given the circumstances, GTC, the adherence to the song, like we're still doing this thing by reiterating and reiterating these parody interpretations of the song lyrics. We're not mm -hmm. performing the song, just to be clear. We are just looking at the lyrical structure. Don't sue us. Piano man, don't come for us, piano man. <laughs> You can't even, what are you going to do? Leave your apartment? No way. You're going to drive out from uh, the Hamptons? Yeah, no, no, no. Court date, please. Yeah. Um, but he's, you know, listening to stuff at home. So maybe he'll hear us. So um, we're, that's still progressing. I think this version this week, as our listeners will hear, is the most, it's a, it's a really nice balance between like honoring the original rhyme scheme and cadence and taking liberties. Let's hope so. I, I think it's a I think it's a particularly good one. Um, okay, so speaking of the song and the lyrics, um, do you have a highlight from this week's news that you want to dig into a little further? Sure. Um, I will confess to the fact that my highlight is also the verse I was most proud of, and I was excited to explore why it was happening and. Uh, then also brag about the fact that I managed to write it. So um, my news highlight this week is uh, in verse 
three, which is representative of Wednesday. Um, so due to social distancing, sex toy uh, sales are actually skyrocketing. Yeah. And so um, there's this website, you know, Adam and Eve, that's like the number one sex toy sales. And they reported a 30% increase in the sales of toys. Um, so obviously people are, you know, getting horny. And in the verse, uh, the way I phrased it was social distance turn-ons. And the reason I'm very excited about that is because it's not only the facet of people getting turned on, but that now there are these machines <laughs> that, that they are turning on to engage in this. So <laughs> humans and machines are getting turned on. Yes. Together. That's called the kinkularity. No, uh, I, <laughs> that was a terrible <laughs> joke. I'm so no, stupid. I disagree. I think that was good. <laughs> um, so that's my piece of news from this week. So as in case you, uh, anyone was guessing, Sam and I both live alone. So we're quarantined <laughs> alone. <laughs> no one to edit our jokes. Um, one of my, uh, one of my, uh, highlights is horny too, but it's my it's from the original song. My highlight from this week is not as horny, and it's actually something that ends up that didn't end up in my verse, and I was devastated that it didn't end up in the verse because I had put it into the Monday. Mm -hmm. I was we were noticing there's a lot of overlap in terms mm. of like when things were reported because reporting and journalism is a mess. Um, but then I saw that you had it in Tuesday, which was my day, and I was very excited about the fossil worm that was discovered in Australia. Oh, yeah. The ancient, no, pre-ancient, um, prehistoric ancestor of humans and really all animals that have like a front and a back and sides. Um, but this worm that scuttles about and moves in one direction, which designates that it has a, a front, which I think means that it's bipedal. And also, no, bipedal is two feet, right? Anyway, it, it has a front and a back. Uh, and it's the first known fossil of a creature with a front and a back. And it's this weird looking little worm thing. It was discovered in Australia. And the name of it, did you catch the name of it when you saw the, the article? Fossil worm. Uh, nope. So I, I dropped it into the, uh, into the, our shared Google Doc. But the name of this fossil worm is Ikaria or Ikaria Wariuta. Mm. I just think it's a great name. It's named after um, the spot in, uh, in Australia where it was found, the landmarks near where it was found but it's an antecedent of human beings and a bunch of other creatures. Um, and they found it l this week in Australia. What about from, his, uh, from history, from the original song? Oh, uh, yeah. So I wanted to explode, expand on The King and I, which was a musical uh, by Rodgers and Hammerstein that I believe premiered uh, in 1954, was it? Or 1956, one of the two, on Broadway. And it was actually a, it, the, the history of how this was made, and it's the story of King Mongkut of Siam and the English governess who came to look after his kids and how he actually helped like modernize Thailand and but the story of how it, it came about was that there was like a theatrical attorney who had this client who was aging out like Hollywood starlet and wanted to have a role designed specifically for her. So she called Rogers and Hammerstein and said, you're making this musical. You're making The King and I based on um, this book. And originally they couldn't see how to monetize it, but uh, ended up like being inspired by the movie when they saw it because it was already out. Um, and I've heard the musical. It's very good. I love that, Sam. I love The King and I. I've been listening to it on repeat. It's one of like five musicals in my life that I know like every word, every song. And oh it's my like God. super, because I watched the old movie with Yul Brenner. Yes. So um, Yul Brenner, I believe, was chosen to 
take on the the Broadway role as well. Yeah, I think that's true. Um, and uh, I love it, love it, love it. So I never knew that though, that it was basically packaged by the 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 actor who did it on Broadway who played Anna. Yeah. That's one of my favorites. Um, cool. Also very horny for its time. Because they have a <laughs> they have a romance and they, they oh, dance yes. close, right? There's this yes. whole shall we dance, one of the big you know scenes. The the Ugh. king says to Anna, he's like, Well, that's not how you dance in America, is it? You dance like this, and he pulls her really close, and it's it's very horny for its day for nineteen fifty. Wow, horniness—a thing I have not known in the last two weeks. Except, well, I just mean human connection with other people. <laughs> um, so, speaking of horniness, my thing yes. from the yes. original song, I tried to find the most innocuous thing this week, mm-hmm. and I picked Peyton Place. Do you know anything about Peyton Place? It's a TV show, right? It sounds like a TV show, and it did become a TV show. Oh, like Melrose Place. Yeah. So oh, that's what I was, was also thinking of. Melrose Place. Yeah, which came out way after the song. Well, actually, not that long after the song. Maybe like four or five years after the song. But um, Peyton Place was a TV show. Before that, it was a movie. But before that, it was a novel. I think it came out in 1959. Well, no, it was, at the, it was on the New York Times bestseller list for 59 weeks in a row. But it was basically a really horny book for its day. It was uh, written by this woman named Grace Metallius. It sold 60,000 copies the first day. And it's just about young women who realize that they could be horny and take like some uh, agency over their sexuality, which was very scandalous at the time. So it was banned and it was protested. Um, and then it made her, later became uh, a movie starring Lana Turner and uh, then a TV show that did not do quite as well. But that's Peyton Place. It was this cultural, shocking cultural moment of unbridled or still pretty much mostly bridled sexuality. Pardon me. Can you remind me what it was before a movie? A book. A book, okay. Yeah, fifty nine weeks on the New York Times bestseller list. Do I want to? Do I want to read it? Is it like Fifty Shades of Grey level sexy? It was at the time, but oh. I think you know a lot of things were seen as you yeah. know caused riots and stuff like yeah Stravinsky's Rite of Spring or <laughs> um, uh, the uh, the rules of the game. Uh, it's very funny that movie. like. Whatever, how many ever, however many years later, maybe a century later, we watch something like, uh, is it Darren Aronofsky's mother, where, you know, like a baby is eaten on screen and it causes mild uproar? You know what I mean? It's like, spoiler alert for mother, by the way. Oh, so well. (laughs) You've lost. If you haven't watched all the content that's out right now, what are you doing? Also, you can't listen to this news podcast where we, you know. Yeah, mother's in the news, you know. Okay, cool. So shall we get into the song? Let's get into it. Great. I feel like we, t- we took a little bit of time on the questions this week, mm-hmm. but um, it's just because it's good to see you. Yeah. Yeah, with you. Hello. Hello. <laughs> um, people that listen, I hope you like, you like this, um, even if it's like is slightly dark or something this week, but uh, yeah, we're having a good time. So you did Monday, Sam. Do I you did. you want to lead us through your Monday? Yes, here we go. Okay. It's a tongue twister week. Woody Allen, Tiger King, Burr Insider Trading, Satsi Kingdom, Denman Canyon, Hacks on WHO. Seti pauses alien search, Miley Cyrus quits the church, Tom and Rita, Testacita, Medicare, old folks. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Pro-life Texas, Mozambique, Alexa's racist when you speak, Rand Paul electric cars, ample cops in grocery stores, marble racing chloroquine, Boston trial vaccine, Alex Salmond, Alpha Conde, call for global ceasefire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Tuesday. 
Olympic Stalin, Lucy Bronze, Dr. Fauci Face Palm, Colorado, Maracana, Lores Tick Tock. Debongo, Stay Home, T. McNally, Cuomo's Two Trill Bill Deal, Upward Goes the Stock. Jailbreak, Burger King, Back to School at Liberty, Mozambique, LA Rams, US Making Easter Plans, Porn Hub, Con Fest, When They See Us, Takeout Chefs, Cohen Case, Freeze at Chase, Please Don't Touch Your Fucking Face. <laughs> All right. Here we go on Wednesday. Prince Charles, Darius Swan, social distance turn ons, BuzzFeed pay cuts, paperbacks, Britney Spears for wealth tax, gap masks, pipeline falls, no California baseball, Rikers Island stratified survivors of thalidomide. Senate passes aid, plan contagion movie slaps again, animal crossing morgue space, virus found at NASA base, Rishi trial, foster pets, 10K tip at skillets, ancient sword, Taiwan straight, and what about the inmates? Uh, Thursday. Prices gouged on Amazon. USA is number one. Tara Reid, Biden, locust swarms in South Sudan. Marty Gras risk it. Why are they called Triscuits? Laughlin, Levinson, Bernie's worker bailout win. Stream aid, Kosovo, Pablo Escobar's hippos. Three million unemployment claims. What else do I have to say? Yeah. Okay, now we have the last verse. Okay. Oh, we so, got two lines to write, don't we? Oh, do we want to write them first? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. The way we did it this week is uh, Sam took three, I took three, and we're going to collaborate right now to, to do the, the final two. Okay. Um, so stand by, and we're going to write those right now. Or maybe you'll hear us do it if we do it really fast. Yeah. Um, well, here are – okay, so you've got – so here's what we have left. I also added two things because uh, Central Park – or HQ Trivia is back. Uh Good. I noticed. And then the other thing is that there's an emergency hospital becoming being constructed in Central Park. Oh, wow. I didn't see that. Was that today? Oh, it's crazy. Yes, they're taking over the middle of Central Park and turning it into a field hospital. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, so we could do a hospital in Central Park. Great. Okay. Um, anybody in the dark? You used the Bezos thing, right? Where he sold his Amazon stock? You I didn't. didn't. Mm-mm. Well, I guess he wasn't in the dark. He wasn't Bezos in the dark. Bezos kept us in the dark. You yeah, know? Bezos kept us in the dark. Yeah, exactly. I, I hate that so much. I, that's why I was like, let's make it the last verse, because I was just like, fuck that man. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of Amazon-related stuff that's yeah. upsetting. So then do you want to just do Trump ventilators? I can't take it anymore. Yeah. Trump, uh, you know, what are ventilators for? I can't take it anymore. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's good. That's great. Did we, did we just do that? We did. Oh, I don't. I think I'm just going to leave that in. All like all like that. What do you mean? I was. Just, I won't cut out. Oh yeah, the part great. where we worked on it because we did it so quickly. Um, here I'm just putting it all together and removing because I know it stresses you out when I uh, accidentally keep things in. <laughs> I'm just moving it. <laughs> it doesn't stress me out. It's it, I can't. Read I know. I know. It. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all good. Okay. Here we go. There you go. Do you want to do the honors? I would like, do you want to do it? Uh, it sounds like you want me to do it. <laughs> I just, I'd like to hear more from you. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. I'm sick good. of my Here own voice. I'm going insane. <laughs> you should have seen me do a TikTok dance earlier if you want to know who's going insane. Okay. I did. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Here we go. 
rollbacks in the Amazon, losing my tuition, condom dearth, screw the earth, chess team, Google mirth, Boris Johnson, Cuomo, Iyer, New York City, subway fire, therapists on Instagram, Walmart selling shirts, not pants, streaming weddings online, James Dolan, John Prine, China's closed, who plays Joe, Zoom, Slack, Venmo, hospital in Central Park, Bezos kept us in the dark, what are ventilators for? I can't take it anymore. Yeah, that was the week. I, I think that one turned out pretty good, Sam. Based on um, yeah. Based on that, is there anything else you want to ask me about? Um, no. I mean, there's so much that uh, when you go through, I'll, uh, candidly, like I see some things go by where I'm like, if I didn't pull it or I didn't see it come across my feed, I just don't know it. But this is a public service and we can go and look, out, look at things. Yeah. Um, so I'll just recap and say the the no California baseball. I realized that spring training day was supposed to start. And so it's like, that's, that's the story is that there's no California baseball. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And that was in the same, that was in the same, uh, verse as survivors of Florida. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Terrific. Um, so that was interesting. And then, yeah, I think, uh, this is just a good project and I like continuing to find those moments of, of like, where where our curiosity intersects with our ability to distill things and we get to make something good. Yeah. Um, I do also want to, I agree. I'm glad we're doing this. Dear listeners, you know, I will, I can confirm as everything in the world has, we considered not doing this anymore because of how shit the news is and what unprecedented time this is. Um, but A, Sam, it's just so good to see you and like do this dorky thing and talk about committing to the bit like we are committing to it. Also, this whole pandemic does have a lot of we didn't start the fire energy. There's a lot of we didn't start the fire energy. That's the song, by the way, that we're doing on Twitter and on TikTok and on Instagram. Like there are other people that'll do maybe three or four lines at a time and put it out there. But this is the only place where you can get the complete song, a deep dive into the format. 52 weeks of the year, and it's going to uh, end with a complete record of the entire year of 2020, if we make it to the end. Um, Let's try to make it to the end. Yeah. So we're going to keep fucking doing this. This is the only place you can get this level of commitment to this dumb bit. I regretted it as soon as we agreed to do it and also wouldn't uh, change a thing. So um, until next Sunday, Sam, uh, let's keep on keeping on. Okay, I'll see you next week. See you then.